Yo, welcome to the 420 episode of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 74, live from Dago Bitch, California, Seth Gecko, aka Moody Motherfucking Hank. Hit him with that theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I ask now. Come on and get a lot of bag to my hands out. You gotta get a lot of step, got a man down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I ask now. Come on and get a lot of bag to my hands out. You gotta get a lot of step, got a man down. Why don't you get up? What the fuck is up? Happy 420, motherfuckers. Uh, hopefully, you're in a weed-friendly state. I'll be in the mean streets of Dago Bitch, California, so you know today I will be rocking something special. I got my order placed already. The delivery, I got Moody Hank chilling right here next to me. We moved the show downstairs. We got the fights on. I got my order already into my delivery. Uh... My little delivery company that comes by, I got I got a, a fucking ounce uh, of the stickiest of the icky on the way, a sativa, half ounce of sativa, half ounce of indica, uh, biodiesel, and Dutch Kush. So that's how your boy Moody Hank's going to be celebrating 420 today. I'm wondering how long it is until... Until this is a this is literally like President's Day or Labor Day or something. 420, like an actual paid holiday. That shit would be crazy. Um, Denver, I just saw this shit. The homie, shout out to the homie Dunny Man out in Colorado, homie, just outside of Denver. He sent me this shit. But uh Carl's Jr. in Denver, a Carl's, maybe multiple Carl, I don't know. Carl's Jr. in Denver is having a 420 CBD burger. No shit. Uh, Carl's Jr., let's get this shit up right here. They're having a CBD burger. Now, if you don't know much about, uh, Bud, CBD is the non-psychoactive, uh, so you just type in Carl's Jr. CB and there it comes up. Carl's Jr., shit looks bomb as a motherfucker. And yes, yes, motherfuckers, I'm already, uh, uh, zipped up Willie, uh, zipped up real tight, uh, blazed up Jones over here. Uh, Carl's Jr. Uh, won't make you high enough to eat Carl's Jr. No, because CBD isn't the psychoactive part uh, of marijuana. THC is. Um, but, hey, how long until we get a, a THC burger? A full-on fucking Bud Burger with shrooms on top. You imagine? Give me the double THC burger with shrooms. Give me that shit. Imagine getting fucked up. You ain't even gonna... It'll be a pile-up in the, in, in the uh, drive-thru. Motherfuckers won't even make it out of the fucking intersection. 
be just fucking running their fucking cars over each other and shit. But uh, meanwhile, people are still being arrested for cannabis possession across America. And Carl's Jr. is selling CBD. They're selling a CBD burger, man. Uh, it's called Carl's Carl Jr. Rocky Mountain High Cheeseburger Delight. Uh, quickly approaching Browns around, so discovered the Brothers Muck. Uh, now officially the first fast food chain to incorporate CBD into its food. But only in the legal weed capital of Denver and only at a single location. So there you go. You get it in a single location. Um, I bet I forecast uh, crowds um, bigger than Trump's inauguration outside of that motherfucking Carl's Jr. Uh, people tent in tents camping outside of motherfucking Carl's Jr. trying to get that fucking burger. Uh, they're probably, you remember when uh, Popeyes ran out of chicken and everybody went fucking crazy? They didn't know how they were going to feed themselves because Popeyes ran out of motherfucking chicken. Uh, these dudes are going to run out of CBD burgers. They're going to have like, they're going to have to have their employees using their, their own personal stash, uh, you know, to extract uh, some uh, oils and make these fucking burgers with because, uh, I I I, for, I foresee uh, major crowds outside of that motherfucker. The homie Dunny was out there when uh, when it first became legal. It was the first state to be recreationally legal, and then they had little like Walmart superstores opening it up, and there were like lines around the fucking block. It was crazy out here uh, in Dago Beach, California. We have uh, recreational marijuana as well. Only three walk-in dispensaries, but you walk in there and you just hand them your fucking. You hand them your ID and that's it. You just go in there and get some bud. It's just like grabbing a, a tall boy at 7-Eleven. You just go in there and you, you just check in with your ID and then you walk out with bud. I mean, back in the day, man, we used to... This shit, these kids got everything. These motherfucking kids today got everything handed to them. That's why they're such pussies. Because they don't have to work for a fucking thing. They don't have uh, an Encyclopedia Britannica's uh, with citing sources and, and bibliographies and shit. No, they just got to Google on their motherfucking phone. They don't have to call the motherfucking Weed Connect, who then tells you he's dry, but he's going to give you the number of another motherfucker. But you got to stand by because he's got to call him first to see if it's okay to give you his fucking number. Then he calls you back, says he gave you the okay. Now you got to call the new connect. He doesn't fucking know you. So now you got to go drive across town to meet up with this motherfucker. Come to find out, he calls you back. He says he don't have any more fucking bud. He just sold his last sack, but he knows another dude who he gets the bud from that you can call him. He's already told him about you through your other, his other homie. So then you call him up. By the end of the night... Uh, by the whole day, you spent your whole fucking day, and you probably were only buying a gram anyway. So then the next day, you smoke. You finally get this bud. You know, at, late at night, the homies all smoke it up. Next morning, you're doing the whole same shit. The whole kit and caboodle again, trying to hook up another fucking, another little half eighty, a little, a little twenty five sack. Um, some days you you spend all day trying to get some fucking bud and go home empty handed. Now, I just made a fucking, I text this dude, I text this dude last night, I said, uh, bring me this and that tomorrow on 420, don't bring me that shit tonight, I said, don't bring me that motherfucking shit tonight, I don't want it on 419, I want it on 420, I want my re-up on 420, he was trying to bring it over early, I said, no, and for, I had to turn down a dude trying to bring me bud early, I was like, no, I, I, no, this is defeating the purpose, I want to fully fully uh enjoy my 420 i want to i want to it's like christmas i want to open my presents i want to wait until the mother i hear the knock on the door i get the text that he's outside and i roll out there or my dog's moody starts barking i know my fucking weed's here so that that's what that's what we're doing today man um 
hopefully y'all smoking some 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 fucking trees with your homies uh trees in, in the garage trees in your in your mammy's room wherever the fuck you may be at um we got fights galore today i'm watching fights right now this shit came on um earliest shit in russia or something man it's actually a good card i don't know who a single mother a single one of these fighters are but everybody's getting finished over here i think it just ended actually uh yeah it's about to end right now um the main event i ain't even gonna i'm not even gonna bother to stream that motherfucking main event overeem versus olenic um olenic isn't gonna catch this dude uh overeem and uh an ezekiel choke like he catches everybody else so olenic uh one trick pony he's gonna get his ass beat by overeem today um we got a lot to talk about today, man. Um, shit, TJ, we're gonna do. We, we might as well. Let's just start this off the way we always start this off. I'm a little scattered. I'm gonna be taking more breaks today. Um, I'm gonna be uh, ripping them bees. Um, you know, if you if you if you're wondering uh, what kind of smoker your boy is, back to back to the, the weed. I like I like to smoke glass. I like to I like to hit the the chubbler. I like to like it to be filtered through water. A little smoother, less harsh uh, on, on the lungs. Um, I like to hit sativas. Sativas are my favorite. I like the uh, creative upper highs, uh, the kind of more energetic highs. I do dabble with the indicas. Like I am getting a half ounce of an indica today. Those are good for post-workout, trying to go to sleep and shit like that. That's the body. Um, they can, they uh, actually describe it as a melt-in-the-couch high. If you're on the uh, dispensary websites and shit, that's that lazy, uh, eat the whole refrigerator, uh, be pissed off at yourself in the morning type of high right there. Um, so that's the kind of smoker I am. Um, back into the fights, man. I'm scatterbrained. I'm, I'm, I'm a scatterbrained today. What, what, what can I say? We just had, I got TJ Dillashaw. I'm, I, you know I got to get in this motherfucker's ass. We all know that this dude got suspended for two years. Um, he came out. Came out that, uh, I don't know, it, it, there, there's all sorts of shit. They're saying that he got, uh, they tested his shit for Cody, his piss for the Cody fight, and that it also came through, and now he's saying that that didn't happen, and other people saying that didn't happen, they haven't actually tested that, or that it was just a second sample from the same sample against the Cejudo fight. I don't know. This motherfucker didn't just start uh, injecting shit in his motherfucking ass yesterday. Uh, it came out that uh, EPO wasn't tested for until recently. They didn't have a way to test for it. So you telling me that uh, this dude decided to start injecting EPO into his ass when they found a way to test for it and wasn't doing it when they didn't have a test for it fuck out of here I want this motherfucker came out here and posted like a six part it was like a a Game of Thrones season uh like uh apology I guess it was on his Instagram it was like you had to swipe like six times like I was like this shit was longer than the first episode of of a fucking uh Game of Thrones like literally this shit was like six part Netflix special and 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 he didn't confess i want the full fucking confession homie if you're gonna confess tj then fucking confess where are the motherfucking bodies homie where did you bury them motherfuckers i want it all i want all the details i want the murder weapon i want where you ditched the fucking murder weapon i want i want everything i want i want the oj hypothetical if i did it the whole kit and caboodle if i was injected if my boy Dwayne Bang Ludwig was injecting my asshole, this is how often he was doing it. If Dwayne Bang Ludwig was injecting my ass cheeks, this is how this is what he was injecting. How often he was injecting it. 
I want the whole fucking thing, homie. I don't want this, uh, I'm disappointed in myself, uh, all that. I want the whole kit. I want the whole caboodle, homie. The full Making a Murderer documentary. I want the whole fucking thing. I want the whole uh, uh, Michael Jackson, uh, surviving Michael Jackson, uh, surviving R. Kelly, uh, fire festival documentation of what the fuck you were doing. I want the Netflix special of what the fuck, how the fuck, where the fuck. Were you in the handicap stall at the at the Fighter Institute in Las Vegas? Were you doing it right under their fucking noses? Were you getting your jollies off? Because uh, uh, you were in the Institute uh, jobbing them right under their motherfucking nose, getting little fucking uh, chubbies from that shit. I want to know everything, TJ Dillashaw. Two years? Two years, homie. No fight. You didn't even try to fight that shit. That's all the guilt we need. You might as well just come out and, and, and give the whole uh, Melendez brother confession, motherfucker. Don't come out here with this, uh, I'm disappointed in myself, my shoulders hurt, uh, dancing around, all this shit. Motherfucker, we know you did it. Two years? That's it, homies. Two years. That's two years at that weight class in the 135, 145, 155, 170. Those, those, those weight classes, that's where the most amount of fighters come through. And that's where the most competition is in those lower weight classes. 155 is the greatest division ever. And, and the most competition in those levels. So when you're that size of dude, losing two years, man, things change a lot in two years. There's a lot of newcomers, uh, a lot younger dudes coming. Now this dude, uh, TJ, is going to be off the EPO train. How are you going to train now? Your body's going to take a huge hit on that shit. You're not going to be able to chain, uh, train the same way you've been training. Um, that career is done. My man is never getting that. I, I'll put it on wax. You ain't Tiger Woods, homie. You ain't coming back to win the Masters ever again. You are never going to see that UFC title ever again. I'm calling it now. You are not fucking Tiger Woods, homeboy. You ain't ever coming back to the top of the fucking mountain. I can guarantee that shit. He might get a win here, a win there. But you've pretty much heard the last of TJ Dillashaw, man. Uh, Dwayne Bain, Ludwig, uh, all them motherfuckers. Now, I know Dwayne's probably going to be like, I had no fucking idea. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. You know, uh, what what a, what a man does in, in his spare time, um, you know, is what a man does in his goddamn spare time. Who, who we, we have no idea, you know. Um, but uh, TJ's been hiding bodies in the walls on some John Wayne Gacy shit. Uh, and, and I want everything exhumed. I want the whole house torn a fucking part. I want to find every fucking, uh, I want every nook and cranny searched. I want to find every body part, every body part accounted for. Motherfucker. Now, we also had, moving right along, we had some fucking dope fights last weekend. Classic fights. Um, the second best title fight I've ever seen. The best middleweight title fight I've ever seen. Second best. Uh, third best. Let, let's go like this. Third best title fight I've ever seen. First best title fight I've ever seen. Probably Rory McDonald versus uh, Robbie Lawler too. Second best. Gustafson versus John Jones one. Third best. Gastelum versus Stylebender Adesanya. I picked Gastelum. Um, I thought Gastelum was gonna try to work some takedowns into into his uh, into his game plan. He did not do that. He did go for like a takedown here or there. I think he got one takedown, maybe two. Um, didn't last long. Adesanya really surprised me by being able to get up. His takedown defense was good. Uh, 
at one point, Gaslam had Adesanya hurt really. They each had each other hurt really bad, badly, uh, multiple times in that fucking fight. But one time, um, Gaslam head kicked this dude Adesanya. Adesanya, I thought, was at first just playing, acting like he, I thought he was doing the old Anderson Silva, act like you're hurt when you're not kind of bullshit, and then you realize he's like really doing the, the Randy Couture chicken dance, you're like, holy shit, he is actually hurt, and then instead of trying to finish him with punches or more kicks, Gaslam kind of ran him up against the cage and went for a takedown, um, Bad strategy right there. Bad strategy. Could have cost him the fight with that kind of shit. Um, but they were both beating the living dog shit out of each other. Um, it was just a great back and forth fight. Uh, hopefully, if you haven't seen that shit, you need to go uh, Google that shit ASAP. Um, we had... Um, did you see Stylebender? By the way, did you see Stylebender after the fucking fight? This dude looked like he, he, he face-fucked. A beehive or some shit. I mean, he had lumps all over his face. He looked like Martin. You remember Martin in that episode where I think he got his ass kicked and then they show him and his his face is all swollen and lumped up. He looked like motherfucking uh, Mo Sislak or some shit. He looked all kind of fucking. He looked like he had a, a peanut allergy or some shit. Uh, he was eating peanut butter or something. His face was fucking all sorts of lumped up. It wasn't cut or anything. He just had like lumps growing out of his face like he had the measles or something. I don't know what the fuck this guy. But Adesanya looked all kinds of fucked up after the fight. Um, homie looked like, you know, spring is here. He looked like the pollen had got to him, man. You know what I'm talking Claritin, motherfucker. Hit, hit up your girl, Amanda Nunez, Mrs. Stuffy Nose. Hit her up. Get that Claritin. Uh, clear that shit up, Israel Adesanya. Uh, other than that, other than how uh, fucked up he looked after the fight, um, Adesanya put it on in that fifth round. I had it two to two going into the fifth round. Um, Adesanya, man, I've never seen him. The reason I thought he would lose is because he... he like he was against Anderson Silva, he just, he could have finished, I felt like he could have finished Anderson Silva at any point in that fight had he just turned up the gas a little bit, uh, and just put more punches together, and just, um, hold up, man, I, I was just watching the fights on, I, I know I'm gonna lose, lose my train of thought, I always do, so I'm gonna try to remind myself, I'm talking about Adesanya, um, how we could have finished Anderson Silva, but they had beanbag tossing. I'm looking at ESPN two right now. They had just they just showed the prelims of the UFC Fight Night, and now this shit is fucking ACL cornhole, ACL Johnsonville ACL cornhole championships, cornhole. That shit's real. I thought that was your asshole. I thought when you got cornhole, that meant some dude was fucking you in the ass. These motherfuckers are showing, this is just beanbag tossing. This is when you go to your fucking uh, great-grandmammy's house in, in, in fucking Arkansas. And this is the only fucking game they have at the family re family reunion and shit. While you're eating a uh, 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 fucking potato salad and shit. These motherfuckers are, this shit is for real. This shit is for real. They got motherfucking cornhole championships on a Saturday morning on motherfucking ESPN2. And we can't, and it took this long to get fucking, we can't get kickboxing on here? We can't get Muay Thai on here? You tell me we can't get any of that shit, but cornhole is the best thing going on right now? Cornhole? These motherfuckers look like, uh, look like they fucking were those dudes doing the, uh, uh, the curling in the Olympics. These guys got the body of Olympic curlers over here, man. Fuck out of here, cornhole on ESPN2. Anyways, back to Adesanya. 
Homie could have beat Anderson Silva, but he just, you know, he could have knocked him out and made a real statement. It looked like he just showed too much respect and wanted him, you know, didn't want to knock him out. All he had to do was just be more aggressive and move forward and put punches together. And that's kind of been his little knock, I guess you could say, that uh, against Adesanya is that sometimes he's just a little too passive. He just kind of tries to be too cute, tries to be too technical. Well, he was all that. And then some in this fight. I mean, from the get after the the first round was kind of a slow round. You're kind of like a good filling out process. After that, it was it, it was balls uh, tightly placed up against the wall, and, and they were going back and forth. And Adesanya was putting combinations together. He was throwing the tricky shit. He was throwing the spinning shit. Um, he was throwing the the question mark kicks. He was putting the hands together. He was moving forward. Um, wasn't showing any respect to the takedowns of Gaslam. Gaslam was able to get inside. That's the one thing Adesanya didn't really do too well. He didn't um, keep his distance very well. Um, he, he let this dude, uh, Gastelum, get inside with, with just overhand lefts, not even really hiding him or working his way in with anything. Um, but Gastelum, time and time again, got inside. The whole fight, he was able to get inside until that fifth round. I had a 2-2. Two to two. They both had, had big knockdowns, had each other hurt multiple times in the first four rounds. The fifth round, uh, no-brainer, 10-8 round. Uh, that says a lot when you get a 10-8 round. In a brutal back and forth fight, Adesanya came out there and had had Gastelum. Gastelum was done. It should have been waved off in the last ten seconds. The ref just let him get to the last ten sec, get through the last ten seconds. Because hey, he's went through that much. You don't really want to stop it with the last ten seconds. But he was getting his ass beat. If there was another ten more seconds after that, it would have been stopped. I mean, Gastelum took an ass whooping in that last round. Uh, Gastelum actually looked decent. He looked better than than our boy, a uh, little. Uh, Little pollen allergy dude over here, man. Mr. Claritin himself over here. All of them. Google that shit. Google Adesanya's face. But so what's next? You got Whitaker versus Adesanya next. Uh, I can't. I can't call it. I can't call it yet. Um, this is a tough fight for both one, uh, both of them. Um, without you know, it's well documented on on, on the Whiskey Sick podcast in the last few uh, episodes that uh, Whitaker uh, red socked. Got red socked. His his booty hole came out. He had a hernia or some shit in his his butthole. He had a tear in his rectum. Um, he had to get his butthole sewn back. And then I just heard that it got infected or some shit. He got like um, some kind of infection from it, and, and shit was all kinds of bad. So who knows um, if he's gonna be able to come back? Um, squatty potty, squatty potty, my man, my mellow, my mellow, my man. Robert Whitaker, you need to get yourself up on the squatty potty. I use it every fucking day. Um, it's at Bed Bath & Beyond. It's probably like $15 right now. I'm telling you. And all the homies, all the listeners of the Whiskey Sick Podcast. It, it, uh, you know, last week I put you on. It, 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 it's ass napkin season. It, it Every day is squatty potty day. Just let the poo fall out your butthole. You don't need to be pushing. Uh, Robert Whitaker, you sure as fuck don't need to be pushing no turds. You need to just go get yourself the squatty potty, heal your ass up, and get up in there. If he comes back like he like like he he was against uh, Yoel uh, Romero, I got him winning the fight. I think he's a better all round fighter. Um, but Adesanya looked like a motherfucker, so who knows, man? And, and and this guy's young, and he's only had he's only been in the UFC for like I think they were saying seventeen months. Just a little over a year, and he's already... I mean, I thought it was a little too soon for him to get this title shot. Kind of like Darren Till, even though Darren Till's been around for a while, he hasn't fought very much. And, and he took a real leap in, in competition this past year. Um, so, um, And that kind of caught up to him in his last couple fights. Uh, I didn't know if that was going to happen to Adesanya. 
Uh, but he looked good. He passed the test, man. It's gonna be a that's a that's gonna be a, an, an all time great fight, just like the the Romero uh, Whitaker fights. Both of them were both of them were, were fucking dope. I thought the last one, I thought the Whitaker versus Yoel Romero fight. I thought the first one, uh, uh, Whitaker won outright i thought he won that for sure i thought the second one was a, a clear draw i thought it was a draw so whitaker would have kept his his uh his belt anyhow um then we had uh poirier this fight i did i picked poirier i picked poirier to beat max holloway so i got one right and that was a big big that was a pretty big upset i think actually max was max favorite i, I can't even remember but nobody i heard talking about the fight nobody uh i know uh, who picked the fight, picked Dustin Poirier to win. That's part of the reason why I picked him to win. Um, he looked good, man. He looked good. He got a little gas in the middle rounds, uh, but that was also just Max's pressure. Max, no matter what, he was eating a lot of bombs in the first round. He was in a lot of trouble. You never saw anybody uh, put Max Holloway in that kind of trouble like he was in, man. Um, the problem with Max was is in his last fights, and you even look at the Aldo fights, especially the second Aldo fight. Aldo landed a lot of shots, and, and uh, Max Holloway has a bad habit of getting into these firefights um, with people. Uh, I forget, uh, Ricardo Lamas, the end of the look, Ricardo Lamas famously pointed at the ground, and they both, the last 10 seconds, just start exchanging back and forth. You can't do that at 155 anymore. You can't do that shit anymore. You can't go in there and sit there and be willing uh, to eat one, to give one. You can't do that shit here. Dustin Poirier was a different beast. A lot of people were saying that Dustin Poirier looked a lot bigger. I didn't think so. Um, I thought Max looked all right. Um, I didn't think he, the size difference was, was that much. I just think uh, Poirier is better suited at 155 than he was at 145, and he just had heavier hands, and he, he hurt Max early, and he got his attention early, and he let him know it was going to be a different type of fight. And another thing that, uh, that Dustin was doing is he just kept that jab in Max's face the whole time. Even after Max would go forward and put combinations together and land punches against Dustin, when they would come back to set for the next you know, exchange, Dustin would pump that jab right in his face. Not not even really meaning uh, to touch him. Sometimes just to touch him. Sometimes just to establish that range again. And he just kept that fucking jab in his face all night. And he really used the jab and came over the top. He throws his left hook. Um, he's a southpaw, so he throws that power hand kind of looping. He can throw it straight. He can throw it many different ways. And, uh, you know, Dustin looked good. I don't know how he's going to do against... Um, uh, against uh, Khabib, listen. If he can stay on his feet, if if he if you can stay on your feet against Khabib, anybody in that division top ten can beat Khabib. Um, I know his striking looked great, which is crazy to think that Conor McGregor beat both Max Holloway and Dustin Poirier. When you were watching that, Conor McGregor finished Poirier inside of two minutes at one, both at one forty five, and then Max he pretty much dominated for three rounds. After tearing his ACL in the beginning of the second round, he took Max down and dominated him there. Dominated him on the stand-up, too, before that. Uh, been a while since they fought, but still, different weight class as well. But to think about that shit, um, those two guys that were fighting for an interim title at 155, Connor beat both of them. Um, and Khabib, if he gets you on the ground, it's going to be tough. Listen, Dustin's a, a bigger dude. I like, I kind of, in a weird way, I kind of like this matchup for some reason, like on paper. Like, if you would have asked me, you know, you know, before this fight, I would have been like, no way Dustin Poirier can get it done. I don't know, man. If he can stay on his feet, he, he's tricky. He's got good ground game. Dustin Poirier's got good ground game. You saw him submit Max. He's he's uh, He's got good wrestling. He comes from a great camp. I give him a hell of a good shot to beat um, um, uh, Khabib. I, I, I really do. I'll, I'll wait for my official pick, but right now, right now I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards on this date, on 420, 
I'm leaning towards uh, um, picking Dustin Poirier over Khabib Nurmagomedov, and I can I, I would have to assume that Khabib's going to be a heavy favorite in that fight. So um, put that money on that shit. Like tonight, Amir Khan versus uh, Crawford. Um, that's just going to be an ass-whooping galore. But they have Amir Khan at plus 1,000. So that's like 10 to 1 odds. So you put 100 bucks on Amir Khan, and he wins somehow, some way, wins. Um, I don't know, maybe um, Crawford slips and breaks his ankle or some shit in there, and Khan wins. Um, slips on the water or the ice in the corner or some shit. You win 1,000 bucks. You turn 100 bucks into 1,000. You turn 50 into 500 bucks. Think about that shit. I ain't advising that. I think a smarter bet, if you're going to bet on this motherfucking fight tonight, is to bet on a, a TKO or KO stoppage um, of of Khan, like in, in rounds six, seven, eight, nine, around there, somewhere around there. You can probably find some lines for that shit. Um, but uh, that that fight's on tonight. Teofimo uh, is going to be fighting also. Uh, I think that's on ESPN+. Plus. That's probably going to be the next guy when he dominates tonight, the next guy that's going to fight Lomachenko. Lomachenko just beat uh, Toyota Corolla's ass. Uh, Tony Corolla, Toyota Corolla. I don't know what the fuck his name was. Um, he got his ass completely handled. I'm going to say this, and I say this w- from the bottom of my nuts. I could have done better than Toyota Corolla against against uh, Lomachenko than than Corolla did against Lomachenko. I can guarantee you he got his ass beat for four rounds and then and then just like um, look like he got sniped um, from the bell tower just in, in, on some Band of Brothers type shit, uh, Normandy invasion on the beaches of Omaha and shit. Like he just went down. Like it looked bad. He got his ass handled. Um, I would like to think. I think I I think I could have last. I think I could have put a better showing on. I at least would have been able to move well enough. Um, probably wouldn't have thrown any punches back, but I think I could have covered up enough and moved enough to at least not uh, not gone out the way uh, Toyota Corolla did against Lomachenko. That was that was a severe ass whooping. So Teofimo uh, is probably gonna fight Lomachenko next. That's gonna be a hell of a fucking fight. So you got two big boxing matches on tonight. Um, they're replaying uh, the UFC that's going on right now. They're going to replay that on ESPN tonight also. So what else do I fucking got on here? What else is the fucking fight news? I already got in TJ's motherfucking ass. Uh, like my name is uh, Dwayne Bane Lugwig. Got all up in that ass. Stylebender Poirier. We did that shit. Um, transabled. I got notes for transabled. We're going to talk about some transabled people here in a minute. Uh, we'll get into that shit. Okay, okay. Here's here's some fight-related shit here. Clarissa Shields. I don't know if you guys know who Clarissa Shields is, uh, but she's a bad motherfucker. She's uh, 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 probably one of the baddest uh, female boxers ever. Uh, she's, she's, uh, you can, you can Google her, Google her, and she, you can see footage of her and Cyborg sparring, heavy sparring, uh, it's high, high, um, caliber boxing, um, in no way am I talking shit about Clar- Clarissa Shields, in no way would I ever invite her to the Thunderdome, in no way would I ever want to fight or be in the ring with Clarissa Shields, she would beat your boy's ass, I know that, I know that, but, Clarissa, I ain't a professional boxer, and this chick is is, is wilding out. I'm all for um, equality in the workplace. Now, all all about that shit. All about equality for everything. Clarissa, 
Simmer the fuck down. She's over here. She's getting interviewed by TMZ. Maybe maybe it's just like this LeVar Ball uh, syndrome. When you're on TMZ, you have to say, or Kanye West syndrome. When you're on TMZ, you just have to say some wild, outlandish, crazy shit. And the problem is, is that people are actually starting to believe their wild, crazy, outlandish shit. This chick's talking about she could beat Keith Thurman's ass. She said she would beat Keith, Keith Thurman's ass and Sean Porter's ass and... Triple G. She threw Triple G's name. She said she could beat their ass. She said she would beat their asses, motherfuckers. Do you get it? Beat their asses. She's out of her motherfucking mind. You could beat these motherfucking nuts against your chin, young lady, if you want to beat on something. You ain't beating no grown-ass professional boxing champions like Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, or Triple fucking G. You're not. It's not ever in your motherfucking life happening. You celebrating 420 uh, a few days way too early. You 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 gone off of that. Uh, you must have been smoking uh, dabs. You must have been hitting dab rigs or some shit. Um, now I in no way talking to make this abundantly clear. I am not unless you know what. Let me let me let me defend myself here. Let me, let me not completely acquiesce to this young lady. I'm not gonna uh, uh, bend the knee so easily, uh, uh, like Jamie Lannister or some shit like that. Uh, uh, give me kickboxing rules. How about that shit? You give me the kickboxing rules, full Muay Thai rules. I'll get my ass up in the Thunderdome. I'll invite Clarissa Shields uh, to the Thunderdome, um, but not really, because I think she's the type of chick that actually take me up on that shit, and, and then I'd be, I might be in a lot of trouble. But you give me kickboxing rules, and I, I'd hop up in there. Um, but I, I no bullshit. She's a bad motherfucker. But you, you, you smoking, you hitting them stars of death. Those, those uh, Joey Coco Diaz, uh, hundred milligram stars of death. If you out here thinking. For one half second, for real, that you can beat Triple G, beat Keith Thurman's ass, and beat Sean Porter's ass. You're out your motherfucking mind. Like, listen, ladies can do most things that dudes do, but you're still different. You ain't built like us. You don't have the muscle, and you're not as athletic as us. All you have to do is watch a WNBA game, then watch an NBA basketball game. That's all you have to do. There's just a fucking difference. You can play basketball. You can uh, you can run really fucking faster than than most people. But you ain't better than the. It's it's like I was saying. UConn basketball. They were trying to say one year that the UConn's women basketball team was the best basketball team in the world. The fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. How can you be the best basketball team when you play at women's basketball? You ain't you you ain't playing men. You ain't playing the NBA. You ain't better than an NBA basketball team. Fuck out of here. Ryan Bader isn't the world fucking champion. He has a Bellator belt. He's not in the UF fucking C. We've gone over this. Simmer the fuck down with this bullshit. Homegirl over here fucking trying the, the, the test burgers at Carl's Jr. She's the first one to test a THC burger with the shrooms on top of some shit. And then goes immediately uh, to, T, uh, to TMZ and does a, a, a fucking uh, interview live on air talking fucking greasy. Out your motherfucking mind, Clarissa Shields. Bad motherfucker, though. Oh, fuck else we got. Um, yep, yep, yep. Well, this kind of goes with fighting. Y'all see this? Uh, I don't know if you guys fuck with hockey, but this is the best time. This is actually, let me let me save this shit real quick. This is actually the best time of year uh, for sports. Um, 
this is actually my favorite. Right after my favorite sporting event, which is March Madness. I love that shit. Um, I love the tournament. The tournament wasn't as great this year. I'm glad Virginia won, though. You had the homie Kyle Guy. If you don't know my government name, Seth Gecko is Chris Guy. That was my fucking, uh, 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 my cousin out there, Kyle Guy from Virginia, tearing shit the fuck up. Um, Virginia, the first team to lose to a 16 seed uh, ever last year, get knocked out in the first round, came all the way back to win the whole fucking thing this year. That was pretty sick. Um, but right after that starts the best time. You have the NBA playoffs. You have the NHL playoffs um, going on simultaneously on top of all the fights and shit that are going on. We have two fights. We have NHL and NBA playoffs this year. Uh, it's just the best fucking time. And then when the NHL and the NBA are done, then it's the worst time of year because then you have one month of just baseball. Now, baseball in the background when the, all the other shit's going on is cool, but when it's the only thing you have going, it, it ain't cool no more, which is sad because I used to love the fuck out of baseball. Um, but this dude... Um, my Ducks, I'm a Ducks fan. They didn't make it this year. It was the first time they didn't make the playoffs in a long time. Um, but uh, Alexander Ovechkin, bad motherfucker, finally won his first title last year. Um, the ch- uh, the defending champ Capitals, Washington Capitals. Uh, this little youngster, I, I-, I forget homie's name. Uh, I didn't bother to look look his up, look his ass up. Um, who the fuck were the Capitals playing? Let's see. Um, I think they just finished the series. Nope, they're playing the Hurricanes. Uh, so this cat, this cat, this 19-year-old, the youngest player in the NHL, he's 19 years old. He plays for the Hurricanes. Forget his motherfucking name. Uh, but he decided he wanted some of that Ovechkin smoke. He thought he was going to come out, out there um, like, uh, man, who's my homie on the Ducks? Last year, the homie on the Ducks who was knocking dudes out. He had two Superman punch knockouts last year. Two Superman punch knockouts. Full on KOs last year. Um, actually, I think he's on my fucking Instagram if I have this correct. Let me check this shit out. Um, let me give this guy a shout out. Um, I forget the homie's name for the Ducks that was just knocking motherfuckers out with, with Superman punches. I don't think I have it on here. Oh, well. Um, but anyways, so we have this guy challenging uh, our man Ovechkin to a, a fucking fist fight on the ice. Never a smart never smart to, to fight on ice like that. I, I think it's it's pretty ballsy to do, to do that shit to begin with. But then to, to, to come out and, and try to... This is like... Um, this is like when you finally think that you're ready to, 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 to scrap with your own man. You think you could finally, your, your dad's been mouthing off to you and you're sitting there and you're listening to his bullshit. He's talking shit to you and you, you think to yourself, I think I can beat my dad's ass. I think I can beat my dad's ass. And you get up and you go over there. He sees the look in your eye and he gets up and he slaps the dog shit out of you and you realize... You ain't quite ready. You still got a year or two before you're ready uh, uh, to slap box with your old man, with your pops. Your pops just put you right back in your place. That's exactly what happened to this dude for the Capitals. 19-year-old starts some smoke, starts some fucking fire. Whether there's smoke, there's motherfucking fire. He engages Ovechkin in a fist fight on the ice and proceeds to get knocked out, slept, slumped. While wearing a face a helmet and face mask, he got his ass whooped. He went down like a sack of motherfucking potatoes. He got pappied. He got motherfucking pappied, sunned on national fucking TV. When keeping it real, Dave Chappelle said it best, when keeping it real goes wrong. This motherfucker uh, knew he done fucked up the second he locked horns with Alexander Ovechkin. The second they grabbed onto each other, 
I promise you that little youngster knew he done fucked up. He knew he done challenged his pappy one or two years too soon. And he paid dearly for it. He got concussed, beaten, and dragged off the motherfucking ice in the Zamboni. I made that last part up, but still, that's how embarrassing it was. Your man is like Robin Ventura. It reminded me of Robin Ventura charging the mound against Nolan Ryan back in the day. You remember that shit? That was one of the greatest sports moments of my life. I was watching that fucking game with my pops. This dude, Robin Ventura, for the fucking White Sox. Went after the greatest pitcher ever, Nolan Ryan. After Nolan Ryan, he, I don't even, maybe he did hit, hit Robin Ventura. The motherfucker charges Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan calmly takes one step off the mound, throws his glove off, approaches, meets Robin Ventura halfway, grabs his ass in a motherfucking headlock, and begins to pappy his ass, pepper his motherfucking ass with uppercuts, 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 until they could break it up. Robin Ventura got humiliated, thought he was going to go at his old man and whoop his old man's ass only to have his old man whoop his ass in front of everybody. That's what happened to this youngster on the Capitals going at Alexander Ovechkin. He got Nolan Ryan right there on the motherfucking ice. Hold your motherfucking head up, homie. Uh, um, Hopefully, um, you got to get back on the horse. You know, when you get knocked out, you got to get right back in the cage. It happens to everybody. Um... You got to get back in there. You got you can't be afraid to exchange. You know, you got to go back out there. You just got to pick your battles wisely, motherfucker. I'm sure there's some 20-year-olds you could have gone at. I'm sure there's some some smaller dudes, some uh defensemen you could have you could have gone at. Maybe maybe some sucker punches you could have thrown at the, at the at the fucking goalie or some shit. Uh you picked the wrong one, dude. Um I heard Crosby's a bitch-ass motherfucker. Maybe you could have waited and, and, and tried to make a name off of him next year or some shit like that. But Ovechkin ain't the fucking one, homie. He's Look at him, dude. He, he, he's a fucking superstar. He, he, he's got a fucking... His face looks like a catcher's mitt. He's got, he's got all kinds of teeth missing. He's fucking Russian, dude. He's fucking Russian. He's going to whoop your motherfucking ass, dog. All the, all the boxes were checked. And you were going to get your ass kicked. And you still went at the motherfucker. Shame on you, man. Your mammy, your pappy had to fucking watch you get knocked the fuck out on national TV. They're just trying to sit there and watch uh, 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 watch their son play in the, in the NHL playoffs. And here they are seeing you get dragged across the motherfucking ice. Getting your ass dragged back and forth. It was a goddamn shame. Um, so, um... Give him Clarissa Shields. I bet Clarissa Shields. That there, you have a point, Clarissa. You could beat that dude's ass, homeboy. Let me let me give this. Let me find out this uh, this cat's name, man. I can't go. He can't go nameless. Um, Ovechkin. Ko. Let's just type that shit in. Uh, let's see. Andre, he was Russian too. Maybe that's why he was he he, he was feeling himself a little. Andre Shevchenikov, Shevchenikov, Shevchenikov. That that shit's some tough shit right there. But uh, uh, homie plays for the for the Capitals. I don't know how Carolina has a fucking hockey team, but they 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 do. And uh, he he got his ass whooped. So um, 
It, it happens, man. Uh, dust yourself off. I mean, he got up. I'm seeing the video now. He was woozy, man. They literally had to just drag his ass off, man. It looks like the end of a World Star video in the Walmart parking lot. I mean, the homies, you know, it's it's like when your homie, when your homies have to come to your aid when you when you get into a fight and your homies are all there and you get your ass whooped and they have to be the ones to clean up the mess afterwards and they have to uh, put everything back together for you like like fucking Humpty Dumpty or Mr. Potato Head. They have to come over and kind of dust you off and while you're sitting there saying what, what, what happened they have to be the ones to break the news to you and shit they don't want to you put them in that position motherfucker when you went at Ovechkin you put your homies in the position to have to tell you that you got your motherfucking ass kicked god moving right along man moving right along um so NBA playoffs are going down um I, my my pick um my pick is is uh, Warriors. Warriors are gonna win that shit, and I got them going against Toronto. Um, as you know, uh, uh, maybe the uh, could this? Yeah, I guess it could. It could go down as the worst um, prediction, sports prediction of all time. Definitely the the worst prediction uh, in the history of the Whiskey Sick podcast was. Uh, um, my proclamation that the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, after going to the playoffs last year and sweeping the Trailblazers, who are looking like bad motherfuckers right now, sweeping the Trailblazers last year in the first round of the playoffs, only to lose uh, in five games to the Warriors, my Pelicans, I uh, started feeling myself, they started 4-0. They started the season 4-0, and I picked them to go to the NBA Finals. They missed the fucking playoffs. Their whole fucking uh, their whole fucking season went, went kablooey because this motherfucker LeBron James is ruining out here ruining franchises. This dude has completely brought the L.A. Lakers into shambles. Uh, he, he's he's destroyed it like like the fucking earthquake in the '90s, like the Northridge earthquake in the '90s. He, he's just brought the Staples Center uh, it, 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 into pieces, man. He's he's just destroyed that. He destroyed my fucking season because he got his little bitch ass. Um, uh, he got his bitch ass in the head. Of Anthony Davis convinced him um, to uh, sign with, uh, with with LeBron's agent, and then they t- they together uh, with, with Magic's bitch ass before Magic's bitch ass just quit. Uh, convinced him that they should use in the, the ten days before the trade deadline that they should demand a trade from the Pelicans. Pelicans said, "Oh, figgity, fuck you and, and your goddamn trade demand. We don't want no no knockoff Kyle Kuzma. We don't want no." Bitch-ass Lonzo Ball, Leandro Ball, LeVar Ball, any ball. We don't want that shit. Uh, we, don't want, uh, we don't want Ingram. We already took the Laker that we wanted from you and Julius Randle. We already took that motherfucker. We don't want any of those motherfucking dudes. We refuse to do business with them. And then it was like getting a divorce and having to still live with your fucking ex-old lady um, after that. Because AD was still a Pelican. He had to finish the season as a Pelican. Um, he played like 20 minutes a game. Sat out a lot of the games. And it was just awkward. It was ugly. My Pelicans hung in there. Um, we tried to tra- uh, trade him. He wanted to go to L.A. We tried to trade him to the fucking L.A. Spark. Um, they were going to give us uh, Lisa Leslie if she still plays I don't know if she does they were going to hand us off Lisa Leslie I was like fuck it I'll take it she's a female AD I'll, I'll, I'll take that shit uh, but now that the season's over we're, the, the Pelicans are officially uh, Uncle filling AD out the motherfucking door and we're throwing we're Uncle filling this motherfucker like Jazzy Jeff out the motherfucking front door we're doing you a favor our parting gift to you is throwing you out the front door instead of throwing you out out in the back by the fucking dumpsters. We're giving you a, a, a little saving face to let you go out the front fucking door, A.D. Um, there was a little bit of talk that he might, you know, um, David Griffin loved the signing. 
Uh, he's going to rebuild. Uh, the Pelicans are going to, I'm excited. The Pelicans are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Even though they didn't have a great season, they competed. Even without Drew Holiday late in the season, who had some surgery and sat out, that young team competed. Signed Julius Randle. They're going to be just fine. Julius Randle was a fucking monster this year. Uh, shows you Magic Johnson is a complete fucking imbecile. But we got David Griffin. Things are going to be fucking fine. Um, AD. Get the fuck out of here. We don't want him back. They're talking about Griffin was kind of, you know, trying to say that he may, you know, try to talk Anthony Davis. Nah, fuck that dude. Uh, I do have a Pelicans AD jersey. That shit has been retired. Uh, can't rock that shit no more. Um, AD, um, you don't got to go home, but you got to get the whole entire uh, fuck up out of here. This dude wearing his little Looney Tunes. That's all that, That's all shirt at the end of the year, man. This dude on some stupid shit. This dude drank that fucking... Uh, uh, LeBron Jones, uh, Jim Jones Kool-Aid, all, all, all up on this. He let this dude, LeBron James, like, fucking, like, parent him. He, he's acting like his goddamn pappy over here, telling him what to do, trying to make moves for the motherfucker. I gave him horrible advice. You gave, this motherfucker has, 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 has uh, disabled the Laker franchise. Like, they're, they're nothing now. Uh, and now they're going to hire Tyron, Tyron Lou. Tyron Lou, this motherfucker about died when he was the Cavaliers coach the year they won the fucking title. Who Dave Griffin put that team together, by the way, who's now with the Pelicans. But that dude, that motherfucker was catching vapors on the sidelines during that season without any pressure, just being in Cleveland. What the fuck you think? He's going to spontaneously combust into a fucking pile of ashes on the fucking sideline in L.A. He ain't going to be able to handle all that stress. This motherfucker, his pacemaker is going to fucking explode in his goddamn chest. LeBron James isn't going to be happy until this motherfucker is dead on the motherfucking sidelines. Uh, fucking crazy, man. This dude, Tyron Lue. Why the fuck would you even want to fuck with your boy, uh, 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 LeBron James anymore after this? You seen all these dudes that you know he's doing, uh, um, Looney Tunes at Looney Tunes uh, show, uh, Space Jam. He's doing Space Jam too. None of the big stars want to do that shit. They don't want no part of that shit. It's a bad look to be associated with this dude, LeBron James, right now. This motherfucker uh, out here thinking he calls all these shots, man. No, you, no, you don't. Nobody. Nobody. Ask Conor McGregor. He's going through the same shit. Nobody is bigger than the fucking game. Nobody. Nobody. Conor McGregor isn't bigger than the fucking UFC. LeBron James isn't bigger than the fucking NBA. It will go on without this motherfucker. He's in the end. I said it before. The one thing I did get right, the only reason I, I, I could save some faces at the beginning of the year, check the wax. I put it on wax. I said the Lakers aren't going to make the fucking playoffs with uh, with with. This motherfucker, LeBron James, they would not make the playoffs this year. They did not. They will not make the playoffs next year with LeBron James. They will not win a title with LeBron James ever in purple and gold. And they are not going to get any kind of major free agent. Maybe Kyrie Irving. Maybe. But probably not. Probably not even him. They ain't going to get shit. You get Nathan, motherfucker. You get Nathaniel. Nothing, homie. Fuck up out of here, LeBron James, ruining my motherfucking NBA season. Um... But that shit's in full swing, too, now. Um, what else do I got on here, man? I, I'm looking through my notes. Um, we, we had a shout-out a couple days ago uh, to, uh, on the last podcast, uh, Kodak Black out here uh, being a complete and utter nincom-fucking-poop. Um, first of all, a couple months ago, talking about uh, he's in the same league as Pac and Biggie and all this shit, which is fucking outlandish. Homie doesn't even speak English. Uh, then this motherfucker uh, got more in the news when he started talking about how he was going to um, smash Nipsey Hussle's old lady after Nipsey Hussle was killed. Which brings me to my next. I got I to gotta slow my roll here. 
I forgot I was going to talk about this. I, I am going to talk about this bitch-ass lady. I am going to talk about this bitch-ass Laura Ingram. I'm coming for you, Laura Ingram. I got, I got, some, I got some thoughts for you, young lady. Uh, actually, you're an old, dusty-ass lady. You, you need to be pledged up real nice, real proper, shined up. Um, but this dude, Kodak Black, talking about he was going to um, wait a year and then holler at homies, uh, old lady, um, uh, and, and, and try to holler at her and, and try to try to smash, try to smash homie's old lady now that the homie was dead and shit. And, and, and the whole hip hop community uh, said, uh, ha- gave a collective fuck you uh, to uh, Kodak Black. Um, and then he was at his own show. This motherfucker was at his own show the other day. Uh, Google this shit. Um, he got his ass beat in the crowd, I guess, by a bunch of Nipsey Hussle fans. I, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think he tried to stage dive, and the motherfuckers moved, and he ate shit, and then they just piled on top of him and started beating his motherfucking ass. Um, th- there's video of it online. Uh, what the fuck did you think was going to happen, homie? You talking, you talking, this dude Nipsey Hussle had a way better career, made way better music than this motherfucker than you ever fucking make. You out here talking mad greasy about a homie's old lady on, on fucking Instagram live or some shit. Like, like these, these youngsters are, they're, 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 they're fucking, they're fucking retards. I, I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to say that, that, that word anymore, but they're fucking retarded. Uh, they they've done taking so many pills and and cough syrup and and and, and emotionally uh, had sex with each other. I don't know what the fuck they do nowadays. They 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 like emotionally fuck and they're just like emotionally fragile little little creatures. They're 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 little pussies, all of them. And, and they do all these fucking weird ass drugs and they start having these weird ass fucking thoughts and they start believing that they're like I don't know fucking gods or some shit or that I don't know, man. This guy. Kodak Black, in, in, in 10 years, you're going to be unemployed, my man. You're not going to... Th- these motherfucking um, half-retards that are listening to your music that are as pilled up as your bitch ass aren't going to be anymore because they're either going to be fucking dead or they're going to have grown up, maybe gone and got some help and moved on, got a family, got a job, and moved on with their life. They're not going to be in 10 years listening to your... Motherfucker, go back to school. Uh, 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 take English class, learn some shit, try to put some real fucking bars together, keep Nissy Hustle's old lady's name out your motherfucking mouth, you done pissed off the game, the game don't fuck around, the game was beating some dude's ass, I forget the homie's name, um, I forget the dude's name, he was beating homie's ass one-handed while he was filming it, you remember that shit, he was going, he caught the motherfucker in the hood, and, and, and was blasting his motherfucking ass, another, another fucking uh, West Coast rapper, I forget the dude's name, but he literally was holding the camera with one hand, and, and punching the dude in the face with the other hand, what the fuck you think he's gonna do to your crispy ass, uh, scrawny looking motherfucking ass, homie out here looking like a fucking, uh, like a fucking charred cheese doodle over here, man, homie's all fucked up in the game, Fuck, man. Uh, uh, brings me to... I'm gonna go out on a high note, motherfuckers. This bitch-ass Laura fucking Ingram. Uh, uh... I, I, I curse a lot. I curse a lot on this on, on this podcast. I'm a cursor. It's just what I do. I, motherfuck is my favorite goddamn word. Fuck is my favorite word. You can use it in so many different ways. Um, adjective, pronoun, noun, uh, verb, um... Whatever the fuck you want to do. Did you see what I did right there? Whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, I curse a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm, I, if, if you're listening right now with, with the kids, I'm going to say uh, mute this for a second because we're going we're gonna to have a first on the Whiskey Sick podcast because uh, even with the cursing I do, I've never dropped a C-bomb. 
I never have dropped a C bomb on the a C bomb on the Whiskey Sick podcast, but here it comes. Uh, uh, um, if you have children, turn this shit down for the next two, three, four, five seconds, uh, and, and then tune me back up because here it goes, Laura Ingram, you fucking cunt, you! What a dirty motherfucking cunt! There. C-bomb has been dropped on the Whiskey Sick motherfucking podcast. I won't say it again. If you turned up your radio back up or whatever the fuck you're listening to me on, um, I dropped the C-bomb on this young lady. This lady is out of her motherfucking... If you haven't heard it, here's this dumb bitch-ass motherfucking lady. F-D-T. F Donald Trump. Let me turn this shit back. Hold up. So anyway, she was on uh, her Ingram Angle. That's the name of her fucking show. They angle these motherfucking nuts down your goddamn throat. Ingram Angle, this, these fucking nuts down your throat, bitch. Um, here we go. Thousands lined the streets to say goodbye to rapper Nipsey Hussle. Now, this dear artist recently released a song called FDT. No, he didn't. F Donald Trump. That was YG. And that was years ago. It even says YG right there. You dumb buster. Okay, now that's a very creative refrain. Very catchy. Very catchy. catchy. Irving Berlin, is it, look out. Is it? It all began and ended Irving Berlin for you, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so the, the refrain, the chorus, it goes on and on. Is that related to the lowest unemployment ever, basically, okay. for African Americans? No, for those oh. who might not remember, this is 70s. Come on down. Wasn't he on Hollywood Squares? Nipsey Hustle. There you have it. This fucking um, Pee Wee Herman, uh, overweight Pee Wee Herman looking ass, whiskey looking ass motherfucker right here, uh, over here. <laughs> Don't let them catch your motherfucking ass outside. You ain't gonna be laughing, you fucking dweeb you. Laura motherfucking Ingram, you bitch you. Uh, you're on here talking about this dude's funeral, you little, little, little Trump nut hugger. I ain't a Trump any of this or that and shit, but uh, she's just a, a, a Trump little nut hugging ass bitch, and she's over here making fun of this man. Uh, first of all, I don't understand why you're even talking about the fucking man. You bring up that the guy died and don't even talk about his fucking funeral. You brought him up only to talk shit about him. Not the fact that the motherfucker, um, uh, you know, made music, and he touched a lot of lives and gave back to his community by reinvesting in his community to try to stop gentrification in his fucking neighborhood. He purchased, he would go and speak to youngsters and teach them how to invest their money. Uh, young athletes, other young musicians, anybody who had any kind of money would advise them and tell them to reinvest their money into their community so they could stop gentrification so they can give people he gave he employed people he he on the day he got shot he was just talking about employing a guy who had just gotten out of prison at one of his uh businesses that he had there in crenshaw and slosson boulevard this dude was more than just a fucking rapper you didn't talk about any of that. You brought this shit up. You brought up his death, but then didn't even fucking talk about it. So why the fuck were you even bringing up his motherfucking name anyways? If you had any kind of sense, you would have saw that his fucking funeral was in the streets. It was a 25-mile procession. He had more people outside his marathon clothing store than the inauguration than your man in 2016 had. And he didn't have to fudge the fucking pictures, homeboy. Who would be at your fucking funeral? If you died, who the fuck would be at your goddamn uh, funeral? Laura Ingram, your pool boy? 
Nobody would b- fucking be at your goddamn funeral. How many people? You think you've touched anybody as, mu- as much as this dude? This dude has touched way more people than you will ever touch. And you're on TV every single fucking day. This dude's touching real fucking lives. And don't let any of those motherfucking people catch either one of you motherfucker outside the Fox studio. You ain't going to be laughing no more. Shit gets real out here in these motherfucking streets. You people are under this nice little umble- uh, uh, umbrella over there, living your nice, cute little lives and shit. Shit gets real in the fucking streets. That's real life. Those people that are out there uh, paying homage to this man, that's the, that's the majority of people in the world. Those are hardworking, everyday people. Those people make up the majority. They're everywhere, motherfucker. Um... I don't know what the fuck the point of this shit was. She's out here talking about, uh, you know, the the changes into, do you think he rapped about the lowest black unemployment rate? What did that have to do with him dying, motherfucker? What did it have to, this dude just got shot, murdered in, in, in front of a clothing store in a fucking parking lot. What the fuck did that have to do with any of that shit? This is the same chick that was telling people, telling basketball players, I think LeBron James, to, to shut up and dribble when he was, he was coming out talking about uh, Donald Trump. This dude's just on some, this chick's just on, this dude, she kind of looks like a fucking dude she looks like uh she's kind of i don't know she looks she's all fucked up in the game listen to michael rapaport that dude did a, a a nice little fucking rant on 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 this horse face looking ass bitch over here she's a dusty ass bag man she just needs to get pledged up just bust out the pledge and dust this little bitch off i mean listen if you get if you when you're dead ain't nobody showing up to your fucking funeral ain't nobody showing up not like this you ain't touch no lives like this young fucking dude dude did um the game, you got the game on your ass too. Just like Kodak Black, you in the same boat as Kodak Black, talking shit. And now this dude, the game, who doesn't fucking play, wants that ass, and not in a good way. Not in a good way, Laura Ingram. And that little, that little chomo looking ass motherfucker. This little fucking uh, Catholic priest looking ass, escaped Catholic priest looking ass motherfucker next to you. Don't get caught outside. Don't get caught slipping at the fucking local Sunoco. Don't get caught up at the Valero motherfucker. You gotta go sometime. You gotta step outside sometime. You gonna get that little, that little fucking uh, peasky whiskey uh, uh, smile slapped right off your motherfucking face real quick. You ain't gonna be laughing if there was a black person standing right in front of you. If there was any black people in that whole fucking studio you wouldn't have been laughing you wouldn't laugh in front of no black man or black woman's face no fucking way no fucking how would you ever have fucking done that you wouldn't say anything like that face to face to anyone any person like that get the whole entire fuck up out of here one more time turn down your 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 radio you dirty dusty ass cunt you you can turn it back up it's safe it's safe it's safe my god so there's that This, this this dumbass bitch uh, making goddamn headlines, but you can't bring me down, Laura Ingram. It's 4:20. Uh, my my connects gonna be hitting me up anytime, anytime now. Gonna be rolling through with the stickiest of the motherfucking icky. Um, happy 420 motherfuckers Hopefully y'all are up there Out there somewhere uh, Ripping some bowls Ripping some blunts uh, 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 Keeping it gully Keeping it OG Keeping it gangster out there Um Put one up in put one up in the air for your boy Moody Hank, aka Seth Fucking Gecko. Um, I I got nothing else, man. My at the end of these goddamn podcasts, uh, my throat sore. I I I gotta get some fucking Vicks vapor up from my chest and shit. I'm just I'm 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 worn out after at the end of these these podcasts. And today, every time I, I tell myself, oh, it's probably gonna be a nice little short one, a little little thirty five minute little podcast. Just just put one out there. It ends up being over an hour. Here I am fucking yip yapping for over an hour, but um. 
listen, if you dig the podcast, rate the podcast, homies. Rate the shit. If you're giving me anything less than a five, keep your motherfucking opinion to yourself and don't rank that, rate that shit. Tell your homies to tell their homies to bump this shit. Um, SethGecko858 at Yahoo.com. SethGecko858 at Yahoo.com. Hit me up. Hit me up. Talk some shit. Uh, tell me your, your, your feelings on shit. Um, something you want me to talk about. Anything. Just talk shit to me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, just hit me up if you want to yip yap, skip scap. Give you a shout out on the fucking podcast. Oh yes, what I was gonna mention. I knew I was. I was. I was just buying time trying to remember. Shit. I'm blazed, homies. I got wake and bake is a real motherfucking thing. You never get as high as the first time you get high in the day. That's the highest you're gonna be. Um, whiskey, whiskey might be back. Tentatively scheduled. The next episode will be the three quarters of a century episode number seventy five. We have a tentative commitment from whiskey to come back on the podcast for the episode for the special 75th episode i don't think he's been on since the 40s since episode 40s that's a it's been a fucking while so whiskey may be back um the next time i do a podcast so um look forward to that shit and uh we don't got it you don't want it motherfuckers uh seth gecko aka moody motherfucking hank and i'm out motherfuckers I'm out to spit, I run the spot, I'm about to dip around the whip, I'm about to ride, bound the trip, about to slide all the way. I've been waiting, sending winks, I'm back a flirt and edit, search for that of words, so clever, learn what's on your mind. Best to fucking recognize my username, I've been in line to catch your eye, dropping you and you and I, I bet you nine. Likes this pick is when we go, we can dip, I can scroll down the page, round the way from Christian Mingle, this is a single night tonight, might just linger, flag that page, I'll let them know, shut shit down, I'm on the scene, arm round tails, bitch, too far them haters wish, they could pull my chick, but she logged off, locked Jar with a mouth on her, she won't speak up, she does talk down when she's riding me, riding me. Inbox fool, never got that shit. All things shift, now block that bitch. Box around, crash the boys, no pass or four. My pass is for three days, relay. He's rounding 30s, headed home. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. When we get it, you can have it. Never has it, still don't need it. Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. If we don't got it, you don't want it. When we get it, you can have it. Never hash it, still don't need it. Broke as fuck, but fucking breathing. Back up on my moody shit. Got two e-cigs and a foolish bitch. Shots two, we dip in a newly switch. Shot you these picks, now you choose which. Half you want, cause it won't zoom out. Won't fit that screen, go get that prenup. Looks like we lucked out. Put it back in south of the fast and can't slow down. Can't roll out till we hit that vapor rise. So can't stand high, we can't land fly, but I can't dance. Try, but I can't hand off my drink. Cause sing two will make you one. You catch that shit, my drift that I sailed on, lift that I held on to Bitch could've bailed on too, but I gave you three, what you say, you me? Skip the pokes and get to the IMs, quick, better sign in shit There's a line bending round back, don't mind if I chunk that deuce and I bounce to the back page Down to the last day now, in the fast lane, south to the advanced space Can't pass that chance that we meet again Had that slap, but I see no grin when the thing comes out No, uh-uh-uh, you can look, but you can't touch shit, but you can't rush Chat roulette, 50 shades of grey, the day to waste and you came my way All out of Chris, but the band won't play when it rains all day We don't got it, you don't want it We don't got it, we don't got it, we don't got it, you don't no shine, don't mind, no ice in my cup No bling, no rings, can't buy me a luck No crack in my whip, no stack in my chips No gas in your lift, no asking me if I got what you don't need, need what you don't want Got what you don't have No loss when you don't have shit No loss when you don't have shit If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it 
you don't want it If we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. Yeah.